This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mm. And then the fluffy egg. And real cheese folded over the side, looking just so good. Mm-mm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mm. I participate in McDonald's. Hey, it's Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Fat Podcast. This last winter, I spent most of it writing a new book about the Chicago Blackhawks, and it's finally coming out on November 10th. It's called The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks. If you're interested in picking up this book, you can get it at any traditional book retailer, but I encourage you to check out independent booksellers in your neighborhood or online. Go to bookshop.org or bookiesbookstores.com to order your copy of The Big 50, the men and moments that made the Chicago Blackhawks by me, Jay Zawoski, forward by two-time Stanley Cup champion Dave Boland, out November 10th from Triumph Books. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. <laughs> Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. And Jay, you know it's a good day when the circumstances of life lead you to, you know, normally having a water to drink during the podcast. Nope, no water in the house, no milk in the house, no juice in the house. So at 11 a.m., what am I drinking? Sprecker's Root Beer, which is delicious, by the way. I just had one of those the other day. They had it at Menards. I, I, like, got, I, I got mine at Jewel. Yeah, I, I don't know how long this has been in this cooler, but I'm going to get some, and it was delicious. And they got the locale uh, for the diabetes folks like me. Delicious. So good. And I had it in my uh, you know, my little cup holder in my car. My wife's like, is that a beer? I'm like, nope, that's a Sprecker's Root Beer. Damn it. And it's delicious. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good way to start today, my friend. Welcome in to the I'm Fat Podcast. We uh, appreciate everybody listening. You can get in touch with us very easily. We're on email, imfatpod at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at I'm Fat Pod. We've got a Patreon page now, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. The t-shirts are in production as we speak. I talked to Yeah, I talked to Chris Hubble. Our buddy over there at Triple Threat Sports yesterday, he's going to get the order completed. So all of you $20 a month and higher patrons will get your t-shirts soon. I already have the stickers. This week I ordered some buttons. So all kinds of stuff coming uh, for uh, for the I'm Fat Podcast Patreon users. And uh, some big news in that department as well coming in the middle of next week. Also, our Ask a Fat feedback episode, Rick and I have decided that every month... 
our feedback episode will be a hot mic so you can watch us and interact with us and ask us questions in real time. The first one will be this Wednesday, September 9th in the afternoon. We got to find the proper time schedule wise, but we'll let you know on all of our social media channels as soon as we know. In the meantime, download the hot mic app, H O T M I C. And when you sign up, use promo code. I'm fat. Uh, that will just connect you with us. You'll follow the show and you'll be notified every time we come on. And that also lets hot Mike know, Hey, how many subscribers is the I'm fat podcast bringing in mm -hmm. to hot Mike? It's totally free, but just enter that code. I'm fat and it will help us out greatly. Also, it'll make you feel better about yourself because you'll be looking at us instead. Yes, you will see truly how fat we are. And Rick, speaking of that, you posted a photo of yourself on, I think it was Instagram saying proof that I once had a chin. Yes, that was on you Facebook. Were, you were recently not a fat. Uh, yeah, that was 2000. That was 2006. Okay, so maybe not recently. Yeah, that, that was like <laughs> sophomore year of college. And the thing was, even at that point in time, I was still like 245, 250. So I, I can just pack on the weight and uh you know i i carry weight well and uh that's been my saving grace the last few years at least but uh but yeah even going into that was my thing in the fall semester when i was at niu i was always around like 250 255 because marching band was going on and i was you know more active in the spring semester shockingly i would balloon up to like oh 270 275 and it was just consistent i don't know exactly how long <laughs> it took me to get from one weight to the other and vice versa but uh but yeah that was kind of my thing whenever i was in college is you could tell what semester it was not by the clothes but by how heavy i was well you do the same for me you can see how far removed i was from high school based on how fat and how sweaty i was in every picture dude I look back at myself in college, I was two, 290. For reference, right now I'm two like 247 right now. Okay. I was 290 in college. I was a big fat fatty, and every picture of me I'm sweating. Every picture. And I think it was just a combination of, well, college, right? You're drinking, you're eating nothing sure. but junk food all the time. I also was like, at the end of a long-term relationship, and I had like, really strong feelings for a close friend of mine and they were not reciprocated. So I was just like really feeling down in the dumps and sad all the time. It's like, it's hard to be around someone every moment of every day that you have feelings for and they just don't. Yeah. And that can, that can definitely eat away at you. And then you eat away at everything <laughs> when you're feeling that way. Um, so yeah, that man, I get was so big. And I look at those pictures of me in college. I'm like, Oh my God, I look like a different person and I'm still fat. Like there's no doubt, but Holy cow. Like at the time, I don't know. You see yourself and you don't think much of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But Holy looking back at those pictures. I was a huge bitch. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> see, like I look back at myself in college and I'm mad at a the lack of knowledge for such things that I had at the time and just like how many dumb things I did. Also, how much I thought I was really fat back then. So like the confidence was down in the dumps from that was it was all self-inflicted when now I look back at it and I'm, I'm just like, God damn, I could have slayed in college if I knew if I had the perspective I have now, dude. And look, even then. Even in that state, I was the same way as you. I had no belief in myself 
as like a dude that would be appealing to girls. Right. And mm-hmm. I just, I never thought, I thought my personality was going to get it right. Was going to win the day and it helped for sure. But like, I look back on things. <laughs> I've told you these stories before. I'll be like driving my car 20 years later. Like, damn it. She wanted to make out. <laughs> like, I just like have the realization like, Oh, when that girl came over and she was like, not drunk, but tipsy and like, Oh, she forgot to put on undergarments. I wonder if she's aware of that. Of course she's aware of it, you idiot. <laughs> anyway. She forgot to put on undergarments. It Perhaps sounds so I much more innocent know. when you say undergarments for whatever I tr- reason. I was trying to keep it. You know, I know we don't have. Oh, I know. It's You know, we it have some kids funny. that listen. But oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. It's j- been a big week for me, though, Rick. I had. uh I had a, a couple good food experiences. We've got to get to the lead of the day, which I think everyone knows is coming. Yeah. And uh, I am now a Costco member. But let's start the show where we need to. Once again, Taco Bell has torn my cholesterol-clogged heart out and thrown it against the wall, removing, among other items, the Mexican pizza. Yeah, that's the headliner of this group. Two weeks in a row of pen throw. <laughs> I did work with Hub this week too, uh, but <laughs> speaking of burping on the air, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I I don't understand what Taco Bell's doing here. Like, it's one thing if they came out and said, "Here is like here's where we're moving," and as such, we know these items are fairly popular or at least really loved but we are not going to carry them anymore. If there was any logic given, I probably wouldn't still, I wouldn't be happy, but maybe if it's decent enough logic, I could understand where they're coming from at this point. I mean, Taco Bell just jumped the shark. Yeah, I don't, I'm just, they're saying a more efficient Taco Bell experience during the pandemic. Nothing there is hard to make. And I don't buy that because how hard is it to scoop some pico de gallo on a taco or to pull some shredded chicken out instead of beef? These are the things you're getting rid of, and they don't change the experience. It, it's, it doesn't take longer to grab the spatula or the tongs for chicken than it does to do it for beef. It's the same amount of time to scoop and scoop, right? I don't, I don't understand. And they're getting rid of these things that people truly love, like these iconic menu items Look, everyone gets the plain tacos every now and again, right? But for the most part, Taco Bell regulars don't just go and say, give me five tacos or whatever. Everyone's got their favorite thing, and they keep getting rid of these menu items that everybody loves. And I, I, efficiency to me, that's a BS excuse. I'm not buying it. I don't think that's what it is. Maybe they've got some better menu items in mind, but where are they? Where, where's all the new stuff that's, that's making up for this? Or if they if efficiency truly is the goal, have employees that are less high. <laughs> That's a thought. <laughs> I mean, from the people that I know that worked at Taco Bell at any point in their life, pretty much across the board here. I don't feel like I'm just painting with a broad brush. No, yeah, I think it they feels t- pretty much on the nose. <laughs> they give you a drug test, and if you don't have enough drugs in your system, they don't hire you. <laughs> yes. Hang on, Rick. I'm going to do this in real time. Okay. There's been a cricket in my basement that's been chirping all week. 
and it's right next to me, and I'm going to kill it. Hang on. Do it. I mean, set it free out the back door. That's what I meant. Come here. Oh, you bastard. Okay, go live free, Jiminy. All right. Go out. Yep, go out the window. <laughs> Definitely didn't kill you. Okay. <laughs> Handled. He's out. He's outside with his friends now. Let it be known that a chase was won by a fat. Rick, give me a minute. Give me a minute. He was three feet to my left, and he jumped once. <laughs> I'm out of breath. <laughs> I am sweating profusely. That's the most I've done all pandemic. I mean, this is this feels like a rarity for me. We're doing this podcast, and I'm actually wearing a shirt that has sleeves. Whoa, fancy. Look at you. Right. You I mean you like I get made fun of enough at the score for my attire because it's just a t-shirt and shorts and or jeans. But uh now, yeah, when I've been at home, if I know I'm not going anywhere for a day, what's the point? It's athletic shorts and it's a no sleeve and we're calling it a day. Sun's out, guns out, Rick. You know the policy. Yeah. Um but yeah, back to Taco Bell. Uh I and I do like the new nacho box. The gr- I think it's the Grande Nacho Box it's called. That's good. I had it a second time, and it wasn't as good the second time, um, but it's still very tasty. But it's just like, it's just frustrating. You know, and I know like we sort of joke about this stuff, but we're getting to the point now with Taco Bell where it's kind of like, really, what is the plan here? What is the reasoning and what is the plan? If anyone who listens, works at a Taco Bell, manages a Taco Bell, we'll keep your name private. But email us, I'm fatpod at gmail.com, and try to explain to us, like, what is the actual reasoning for this? Is it truly more difficult to make a Mexican? I could see a Mexican pizza could be a time-consuming thing to make. Sure. Right? There's steps to it. You got to get the, You got to spread the meat evenly. I get that one. But try to explain to us what makes those items that have been removed more difficult to manage and how they're, they make the, the management of the uh, production less efficient. Because I don't, I'm not buying it. But... I, I am allowing for the possibility that I might not know. Yeah, I, I think that's 100% fair. Now, I do want to remind everybody, as I did in the beginning, to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast if you have not already. We've gotten a lot of new reviews lately, uh, and we really appreciate those. So if you can, on your favorite podcast platform, you know, Apple preferably, uh, I know what I do for for podcasts that I really like. I don't listen to them on Apple, but I do the reviews on yeah. Apple because I know that's what is most beneficial to podcasts. So do as you wish with that. We can uh, we can only recommend. Now, as we've been trying to, you know, really lead the cause against Taco Bell and what they've been doing lately, we have someone that is, if nothing else, a fat at heart, a normie. That is a fat at heart that is really trying to do something that he views as beneficial in the food community that clearly is run by fats. (laughs) So did you see and hear what happened in Lincoln, Nebraska this week? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. Should we should we just play the audio for the good people? Yeah, let's play it right here. I won't take up too much of your time here. My name is Andrew Christensen. Uh, I live at 1212 Twin Ridge Road. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as as though they're normal. 
I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the... Excuse me, I'm trying to... Yeah. Excuse me. Sir, come on. I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken, and it's delicious. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long. And we know it because we feel it in our bones. All right, now, Rick, he had me. He had me, all right? And I, you know, you and I, we both prefer boneless wings, but I get his point that they're not wings. They're just nuggets or tenders or whatever. But when he, when he threw his little line in there, his clever little line, of call them trash, he lost me. Don't we we talk on all the time on this podcast. We do not food shame. Don't go off on people who like boneless wings. Okay, his point's correct. They're not wings. They're not true. But but to call them trash is is just wrong. That was that was my only issue. But the best part of that is where somebody laughed and he stopped and was like, "Can you please? I'm I'm dry. Yeah, I have the really floor. good. I have the floor." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Of the options given, do you believe any of them are an acceptable substitute? Reminder, he said you could call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. You could call them wet tenders. You could call them saucy nugs or the other thing that you didn't like. I'm See, they're, they're not tenders either. Right. Tenders are different. Tenders, I would say, though... Yeah, no, they're not tenders. Tenders are long and thin, and they're like cut from a certain part of the breast. Right. A boneless wing is a chunk. I think that buffalo nugs is the right thing to say. Okay. Or like buffalo bites might be the most like Ooh, true like to that. form because it's they're not always wet either. You can get a dry rub on those things too, and I'm definitely getting wings for lunch. Thank you for leading this conversation. As I'm talking, I'm thinking about the desert heat. Beat. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Oh, I love that, man. The desert heat dry rub okay. at B-Dubs is outstanding. I like the uh, Chipotle barbecue rub. I'll try that too. That one is very good. Yeah, like my normal is however many I get, I go half and half on the uh, honey barbecue and the Chipotle barbecue rub. You can't go wrong. No. But I, but I'm with this guy. I and I the way he presented it was very well said, well done. Um but the, yeah, the only issue I took was him calling him trash. But look, his point stands I do think that boneless wings could find a new name. I think the point of calling him boneless wings in the first place was to communicate to people you're going to get the same experience, you're just not going to get messy. And right. I think it worked. But buffalo bites 
or Buffalo Nugs, whatever you want to call them, they send the same message. All I know is that my car needs new brake pads. When I go in, I am going to ask for boneless auto repair. (laughs) Yes, no bones. Please Please don't bone me when you repair my car. (laughs) And when I say bone, I mean like screw over financially, not the other form of bone. No, of course not. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, switch gears real quick as I stumble out of that awkward uh, <laughs> thing I just said. Tell you about our friends over at Dr. Squatch Natural Soap Company. Boy, the I'm Fat Podcast listeners have really done great in joining Squatch Nation. We get emails all the time about how people love it. And Rick, last week, I think it was maybe two weeks ago, actually, my Mars Bar soap arrived. That's one of their promotional scents for a limited time. Yeah. That thing smells amazing. When I come down my basement stairs, my basement's in, my shower's in the basement, as soon as I turn the corner down the stairs, the smell of the Mars bar is there and it is delightful. I have found myself literally walking to the shower because I do when I'm on the air with the, the, the Bernstein show, I'm across the hall from my shower. I've literally walked in there just to smell the soap. Go to drsquatch.com, Take that Squatch quiz on the top right corner there. And when you check out, use promo code I'm fat to save 20% on your order and help the podcast right now they've got a bunch of uh bundles going on so you can get some soap the hair care kit all those things those bundles in a more affordable package i recommend like i said the mars bar if there's any left the pine tar uh the cold brew cleanse the cool fresh aloe those are all my favorites and make sure pro tip get yourself that soap saver you're investing in premium soap it's going to make those thick bricks last longer get the soap saver get a couple couple bars of soap and you'll be good drsquatch.com use that promo code i'm fat at checkout to save so jay i know you ended that very well right there but i have to add the eucalyptus greek yogurt started that bar this week Mm. and it is really really nice love the smell of it uh you know me where when i find one thing i like from a place i just tend to stick with it so yes going to a different bar off of the cool fresh aloe a little anxious about that, but I love it. I love the eucalyptus Greek yogurt. It's more it's a more subtle smell, but it's still a really nice smell. Uh and yeah, I, I love that. And I have my soap saver now, so I'm all good. This one's gonna last longer. And really, even without the soap saver, the the uh cool fresh aloe lasted longer than I thought it was going to. So having that now just proves how much longer that can help make it last and how much each bar is a good value even though you are you're paying for a premium soap you get the premium quality and the longevity too well and the, the premium soap is what makes it work that's why your skin is better your hair is better everything's better i got a bay rum bar on deck because my wife smelled that she's like "Ooh, i like this i'm like noted right. <laughs> it's on the it's in the on deck circle on the uh, on my doctor squatch i got the mars bar and the pine tar on rotation right now anyway Big news for me this week, Rick. Yes. There was a Groupon. I became a Costco member, and we went to Costco. I've been there before, but we went to Costco as a family for the first time as true members. And, buddy, I don't know if I need 100 taquitos, but I'm going to buy them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. so the, cool. The, I haven't been for quite a while. When I was living in Geneva... Uh, my mother-in-law had the subscription. I don't know. Someone did, and we would go in. And it was definitely an experience, and it's just one I haven't had for a while. So, yeah, I- I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. So here's – I got to tell you this, by the way. Here's what happened. 
I got this from Groupon. So the deal was 60 bucks for the like second tier membership, okay. which is what it costs. But then they mail you a $40 gift card. So it's like, okay, a $20 a year membership. So I had to bring the email that I printed to go get my cards made. So we're sitting in like the customer service area and then Hope takes Addie to the washroom. There's a woman in line, takes her mask off to sneeze. What? She's in line. She goes, ah, grabs the mask with her palm and pulls it down and just sneezes. <laughs> like into the aisle and puts her mask back up. And Costco... On a light day, there's 75 million people in there. Seriously, that's, and a, like, that's a you don't get the show moment. <laughs> yes, it was like a simultaneous everyone in every aisle turn her head like, are you freaking kidding me at the same time? <laughs> like what? Like the world stopped. The world stood still to stare at this woman. It's like, bum, what bum, are you doing? <laughs> like, and I'm sure it wasn't like, I don't care about these people. I'm just going to sneeze. It was just like a mental lapse. Right. You know, and I had the other day I had to sneeze. I was walking out of a store and I had to sneeze. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm. this is happening. I'm sneezing into my mask. And sure enough, the mask was done after I did that. I'm yep. like, well, won't be using this one anymore, uh, man. But that was the grossest thing. But man. Costco, I got uh so first trip we're like, let's pace ourselves, right? Let's not go crazy. Got um two packs of flautas. Okay. Like rolled chicken flautas. They had like black bean, corn, really, really good. Um, we got um uh, the taquitos I mentioned. It wasn't a hundred, it was like thirty-five or but it was some big box of it. Um, what was the other really good thing? Oh, the two big tubs of chicken tortilla soup. Oh, okay. that is so good there. And then we got this uh pre-sliced pork almost like slider slices and it comes pre-marinated we're going to grill those today if it ever stops raining man i am so excited to be a costco member because there's so much crap there i don't need but i want so badly <laughs> yes you can buy a whole you know you talk about um the burger place by you that's halal mm -hmm. you can buy a whole lamb it's wow. like just hanging in the cooler it's actually walking around <laughs> That one is slit its throat right there in the aisle. Here you go. <laughs> we'll let it bleed out. Put its head over the side of the cart there so it bleeds out properly. No, it's like all wrapped. You can just buy. And I said to Addie, like, do you want to take that home? She's like, what is that? I'm like, that's a lamb. That is a that is a full lamb. That kind of grossed her out. But anyway, yeah. it's cool. I'm very I'm very pleased to be a Costco member. Um, but man, that that sneeze was that was one for the ages, man. That that's might be awesome. aside from the cherry eating guy behind me at Meyer. <laughs> That might be the I told that story, right? Yeah. The guy spitting cherry pits on me. Um, the sneeze in Costco might be the biggest. Holy crap. What the hell are you doing moment? OK, so on uh, Twitter, I there was I think it was asked of the podcast in general of a guy was visiting family in Naperville and wanted to know a couple places to get some food. So I just want to give a couple of the recommendations on the podcast. Now, one of them. I have not been to, but I have heard multiple people say good things about. So that one is Red Arrow. It's a bar and apparently has really good food. It's on, I believe it's on Washington Street. <laughs> so you can find that there. Uh, Q Barbecue, which is a place that I know we both love. Uh, yes, really good Q's barbecue great. there. That's in downtown Naperville. Also, uh, actually, down the street from Red Arrow, there's a BD's Mongolian Grill, which is just, you know, it's a chain. 
and it's a very Americanized version of a stir fry place, but I'm here for it. So there's that and Empire Burgers and Brew. This is like right on the other like Riverwalk thing in Naperville. Mm -hmm. Went there once. Really, really good stuff. And it's one of those places that I'm trying to find a reason to go back, (laughs) but just haven't found that yet. It was I'm trying to I'm looking at the menu right now to see if I remember exactly what we got. But okay, yep. We had poutine fries. Oh yeah. It says Ellsworth cheese curds, cheddar, gravy, bacon, sour cream. Yes. yes I know sour please. cream for you, not so much. That's fine. I can move it aside. But yeah, there's and then I had the brisket barbecue brisket sandwich with which had beer barbecue sauce, cheddar, apple cabbage slaw. Ooh. Found a slaw that I'm interested in. Apple cabbage slaw, and it's on a pretzel roll. So come yep. on. That sounds good. I have two Naperville places of my own. Uh, Front Street Cantina. Really oh, yeah. good. Yeah, great yeah. Mexican. What I like about that place is they clearly put your entire plate in the oven, and then it comes out like almost too hot to touch, but everything is super, super hot and yep. fresh and delicious. And, of course, Cookie Dough Creations, uh, yes. 22 West Chicago, which is literally... An ice cream shop, but instead of tubs of ice cream, they have tubs of cookie dough. Well, they have both. Like you could do both if you want to. It's crazy. Like I had only I the first time I went there, I was like, okay, so it's like little bits of cookie dough with your ice cream. It's like, no, it's just like here's one heaping scoop of ice cream. Here's also one heaping scoop of cookie dough. Enjoy. Yeah, that place is uh not healthy. No, no, <laughs> not particularly. Also, uh, if you go to Front Street Cantina, you just walk down the street. I feel like there's not as many Cold Stone creameries around anymore. And there is a Cold Stone there that is still functioning, and it is awesome. There's one that's like two blocks from my house, and we never go because of DQ. I feel bad for him. But we've been there. I've probably been there half a dozen times since we lived here. The so, cookie I, don't you so want good. some is so good. That's That's it's my all. go-to there. I just, whatever I'm in the mood for, I just have them smash it all into my Cold Stone. All right, before we get to Ask a Fats, I have a story here. Okay. This is from Fox 23 News in California. A California man had an answer to a fire threatening his property and workshop. This buds for you. Chad Little used cans of Bud Light to help douse the flames from the complex that were burning his shop. It was, a, it was burning on the wood below, and I didn't have any water, Little told the television station. I had one barrel with a little bit of water in it, and I tried using that, but it didn't work. That's when Little grabbed some cans of beer and began spraying the flames. When I ripped up the sheet metal, it had a nail, so I was just shaking the cans, popping it in, and spraying them. I was popping it out and grabbing another one. Little had sent his family to safety as the fire burned closer to his home Wednesday morning. He stayed back because the family had already lost a home in an attic fire in 2015, and the home's renovations were scheduled to be completed later this year. Then this happens, Little said. I'm like, nope, I can't. I can't let it go. Little said he thought he had the resources to fight the fire, but did not count on the water being turned off. My buddies all tease me about drinking water beer. Hey, it helps save my shop. So there you go. Could you, so is, so is he say, are we saying that Stone Cold Steve Austin should be a firefighter? <laughs> yes, seriously. So Chad Little saved his shop with a 36-pack of Bud Light, the closest thing to water you'll get. And I do not beer shame either. No. I love crappy beer. I'm a Miller High Life guy myself. I drink it every day. Uh, so, Chad Little, congratulations on saving the shop and being the hero for the fat community that you are. You have our respect and admiration. 
I'm looking over to my right towards the kitchen, and we have Natter Days on deck. So oh, I you are am fine. With you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, one quick thing. One more quick thing before we go to Ascapats. I, j- I just saw this pass on Twitter. It is a ridiculous taco that one of the many food, bo- food porn accounts tweeted out. You take the chicken cutlet, you fry it, you put it in the taco holder so the chicken cutlet is the shell. You load it with mac and cheese and bacon bites. Yes. 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 I'm in. Oh, and apparently this is bu- this is buffalo chicken cu- a buffalo chicken cutlet. Yeah, that that's good. I will have that. Yes. So, if you're looking for something new to try and really get fr- uh get frisky with it, there you go. <laughs> so, that's odd wording, but we're going to roll with it and now we're going to get to your ask a fact questions. Me 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 me, but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. All right, first, Ask a Fat comes from our guy, our unpaid producer, Rush Schneider. He says, do you agree with my premise that there are so many specialty flavors of traditional favorites? Almost too many. For example, we don't need 14 types of M&Ms. All we need is plain and peanut. Peanut M&Ms cold out of the fridge are amazing. This sort of piggybacks on our Oreo conversation from last mm-hmm. week. I Look, I think there are too many varieties. Like, the M&M is a really specific one and yes. true. Like, do I need coffee M&M's? Probably not. But I will say, like, the crispy M&M, the pretzel M&M, the caramel M&M, sometimes I have a taste for those very specific things. But the goat of M&M's are the original and the peanut. There's no doubt about it. And when I get a hankering for peanut M&M's, there's not much I can do about it. You just have to have it. It's so good. There's, I know you don't like peanuts, mm-hmm. but peanut M&M's especially, and he's right, cold peanut M&M's are amazing. Well, that's like the only way that like Three Musketeers or Charleston Chew, like when you consider what they're like cold, their level goes way, way up. I don't think I've had a cold Three Musketeers, and that's one of my go-tos. Really? I'm going to have to try that. Do you freeze it or just put it in a fridge? Freeze it. All right. Well, I'll just have to go buy a case just to Hold make on. sure. Yeah, that yeah, that and obviously the Charleston chews the one that everybody knows. Now that's see to me that would be a challenge because it's already kind of difficult to eat a Charleston chew. It's a little bit pulley, I guess is a word for Are it. Are you right? saying the Charleston chew may be chewy? <laughs> yes, but if you freeze it, it's gonna be even harder to eat. No, because then it just brick then it just breaks off. Oh. Interesting. And then and then it warms back up in your mouth. So it gets chewable. I'm just going to let that sit there. You can go ahead with your next question. Yep. <laughs> this question comes from Blake. I know that fatness is a state of mind, but is the XL threshold the dividing line between normies and fats? This to is me, in, in reference to shirts mostly. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think as Americans, we've gotten to the point 
where a normie man wears an XL. I agree. Like if you're going, if, if I had to order a hundred shirts for I'm fat, right? And, and they said, we only have one, you can only choose one size, which isn't the case. But if it was, I would go with XL because I feel like that accommodates most people. Right. Because it, sometimes it's not even width. Sometimes it's height. There right. are pe- like I know people that I see shopping in the big and tall section that are skinny, but they're like six, five, you know, and at that point you're, you're like right on that edge of, of you know, not needing of needing a tall or not. So sometimes I see people swim in shirts just to be able to get the tall aspect of it. So, you know, cause it's not often that you see just like an XLT. Normally, if you want yeah, to, that's if you hard want to get find. A, yeah, if you want to get a tall, you normally have to start at two XL. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm with you because like when I look at like I look at my brothers who both are they're like one's five, nine, one's five, ten. And they're both very much in shape and they both mostly wear larges. So I don't consider them to be the average. They're on like the, you know, the lighter end of average. So absolutely an XL should be the standard. Now, if you wanted to, to raise everything up a threshold to XL and up pretty much going to be a fat. I think you're pretty safe there. Yeah, that's true. At least a little portly. Yes. Um. All right. This is long. And I ask you all to bear with me. And I'm like, I'm not going to read this. It's too long. Then I read it. And I'm like, we have to share this. This is from Kyle. He says, hi, fats. I'm hoping you can weigh in here as I'm either a terrible person or have perhaps discovered a food hack worthy of Bernstein's Whole Foods bacon secret. The other night, I'm scrolling through Uber Eats for places that will deliver probably 1230 a.m. or so. Not feeling pizza, but I noticed that IHOP is open and available. After going through their huge menu, I find three or four things that I'd eat. I want buffalo tenders with fries and French toast and bacon. <laughs> Pancakes sound real good, too. Need I mention I'm baked at the time as well? No, you did not need to mention no, that. No, not Kyle. at all. <laughs> we got what you got, <laughs> buffalo tenders and French toast. Thank you. I don't want to get the whole order of multiple items. That's just too much, so I decide on just the tenders. That should do the trick. As I'm checking out, a message pops up asking if I want to add anything, and an option for kids' chicken tenders pops up. A light goes off. Perhaps I can get those kids' tenders with a side of buffalo and can drag my four-year-old out of bed if needed. <laughs> the full order of French toast. That'll do. Perfect. That's my order. Go to checkout. Same message pops up. This time, there's a message for over 55 burger and fries. Long story short, the over 55 menu, which has like 25 options, is nearly half the price and just slightly smaller portions. You do, however, get a second side, and you get to add any of the following for free. Two pancakes, garlic bread, or toast. My order ended up being, here we go. <laughs> oh, God. Kids' chicken tenders with fries. So that's two tenders and a good amount of fries for $4.99. The over 55 buffalo chicken tenders, mashed potatoes, steamed broccoli. So that's four tenders and huge sides plus garlic bread for $6.99. The over 55 French toast with two bacon plus two free full size buttermilk pancakes, six nineteen. The total, I kid you not, was nineteen dollars and seventeen cents. That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> congratulations. That is to be baked and and have the the presence of mind to realize what what possibility has this been thrust in front of you. That's remarkable on its own. 
But man, you really did. You you the system. You exploited it very very well, and you got everything you wanted and probably more. He does add that he did not finish the broccoli because it was too green. <laughs> <laughs> See. Is that the only two green thing that he's just like, you know what? No, uh, but yeah, no, he didn't avoid any other green that night. I promise <laughs> <No>. you that. <laughs> so the reason that he's not a bad guy for doing this is because it's not like it's a zero sum thing. It's not like him getting the kids tenders took away tenders from somebody else. Same with over 55 stuff. If you doing that were taking away from some, you know, some old person being able to get their French toast or whatever, then you then you're kind of a bad guy. But in this case, you're just working the system that's always trying to work against all of us. So you know, <laughs> Godspeed to you. Well, and look, the system was convincing you to do this. You right. were trying to just do your standard order. And like, how about this? Hey, have you thought about this? It's like, no, I hadn't. Thank you for letting me know. That's we did a Portillo's mobile order yesterday. Uh, actually, we didn't. I started doing it. I'm like, you know what? I just want Chipotle. So I canceled the order. But as I was placing the Chipotle, the Portillo's order, it's like, do you want to put this in there too? Hey, you look like someone who likes cake. Huh? 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 Just hit add to cart. It just keeps popping up suggestions to add to your order. It's it's like, it's just Peter Griffin when he's in Congress. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That is, Portillo's <laughs> just keeps popping up. Hey, what about this? Hey, did you forget we have ribs? No, I didn't forget you had ribs. Of course not. But actually, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. All right. This one comes from John. Do you have any odd food habits or traditions? He says when he gets an Italian beef, the bag is torn open and used as a placemat, and fries are always on the left. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought that was standard where you unwrap the beef and then the wrapper becomes your plate. But this is saying the bag, not the wrapper. Oh, the bag. Okay. I'll use the bag for fries sometimes because it has a better uh, like surface for ketchup if you're going to dip your fries in ketchup. Mm-hmm. my Mine's kind of different. It's a thing I do is every time I get a ham and cheese of any kind, I have to fill it with Doritos. Interesting. I've done it so often now that the tastes are synonymous. So if I have a ham and cheese, I need that Dorito taste. And the only exception is if I'm at Arby's because Doritos are not an option there, but then I get the ham and cheese and I have to have the Arby's sauce. So I get that like kind of spicy, smoky taste on its own from the Arby's sauce. So that, that to me, like when I heard the question first, that was really the thing. But I'm trying to think like I will say when I make a plate, the entrees on the left and the sides are on the right. Yeah, I'm actually with you on that. Yeah, but that's that's just so like if someone puts a plate in front of me, I will rotate it. So the entrees, and I'm left-handed, so that could be why. So, like, if I get, like, a steak with potatoes, the steak's on the left, potatoes and corn, whatever, is on the right. I don't know. Is that for, weird? A, for a steak, I actually think I'm opposite because of the, you know, the right hand being right-handed. Right. But, like, for a burger or something, no, it's generally entree on the left. The other thing that I think of that you've seen me do a million times is I am someone that separates my Skittles by color. Yes, you do. So I I don't know, like some, the only way I normally combine them, I think the, a lot of people don't like the lemon. I do, but I think the lemon's versatile. You could pair it with the grape. You could pair it with the cherry, 
but most of the time I'll just go, you know, right in order of color. I go from ones I like the ones I like the least to the ones I like the most. So green goes first because the green ones are trash and they never should have switched them (laughs) to, uh, to apple from uh, lime, then the orange, then the lemon, then your grape, then your cherry. And depending on how I'm feeling that day, maybe I'll take, I'll split those lemons between the grape and the cherry and do some combos. Oh, I like that. That's a good idea. The only thing I do that too, and I'm trying to think of, oh, okay. I talked last week about the, uh, I'm having trouble finding the Haribo Coke bottles on their own. Yes. So when I get the star mix, whatever handful I grab, I always save my favorites for last. I always save the Coke bottles for last. And if I ever have a cereal, like a Lucky Charms, it's like half cereal, half candy. I will eat the crappy part first, so I just have a bowl of of marshmallows left. I do that all the time. Okay. Um, but that's sort of on the same vein, like save the best part for last. I oh, do that didn't often. You, did we talk about the fact that they're releasing like a Lucky Charms thing where it's just the marshmallows? I don't think we did on the podcast, but I'm, I, as, even though I just said, I just said that that's how I eat Lucky Charms. I don't know if I could get myself to make that purchase. It's just, you know, how I talk, how I talk about like getting fried chicken for lunch. Like that's become like, there's some invisible line for me and that's it. Mm-hmm. I think ordering a box or going to buy a box of just marshmallow cereal. That might be a, a fridge too far. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, that's a, uh, well done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a Simpsons line. I stole it. Sure how about you? It. Would you, would oh. you buy that? Um, probably I would do it once. I would definitely do it once to try it. But other than that, I'm guessing I would like the first few bites a lot and then it would get old pretty quick. And at that point, I'd probably be like, okay, if someone has this, I'll eat it. But I I don't know that I'll go seek it out ever again. Yeah. Yep. Same. I'll try it one time just to say I did it. But yeah, I just can't see like pouring a bowl of that and feeling good about myself. Oh, I don't care about that. I just think for me, it's just all about the taste. All right. Got one here from Seth. He said, if the fats had an animal mascot, what would it be? Well, it's got to be something like either a rhino or elephant elephant. Too obvious. Maybe I kind of like a rhino because it it leaves in like the healthier fats or like the, the buff fats, you know? Yeah, a little bit. What? Oh my god! Why am I blanking? Um, what's the what's the actual name for the sea cow? It's in Florida. Oh, manatee. Manatee. Thank That's you. That's pretty good. That's pretty it, good. It looks dopey. It's not taken serious. Yeah, it's but lazy. A lot of people love it. So, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm here for the manatee. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. The manatee sounds good, or the womanatee because we do not discriminate. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Do you feel better about yourself now? No, I feel worse. Good. You probably should. (laughs) I do. So, oh, so when I was in elementary school, you know how uh, a lot of schools would do like the bring in change for to so we can protect whichever animal it is. Yeah. This year. So when my elementary school did that one year for manatees and I've always, you know, always loved manatees. Because, you know, always been a fat, if not really, then at heart. But it just so happened, I guess, the year that I was doing that, 
you know how everybody's grandparents had the giant thing of change that they've just been waiting for the reason to cash it all in or whatever? Yes. Yeah, my grandma was done with all the pennies, and this was a penny drive. So I roll into school with bags filled with with pennies that are in the in the rolls and everything. I brought in enough to quote unquote adopt a manatee by myself. Was it the back of your car like dragging on the ground because you had so much change in a trunk? Yeah, like I remember that was one of those first times when. You when like you you're carrying something really heavy and just those indentation marks are on your hand the rest of the day. Yes, that was one of those days. <laughs> That's awesome. By the way, that reminds me a couple video game things. Uh, we've been talking about video games the last few weeks. Uh, the change dragging on the ground thing, the tail of your car. I started watching this documentary on Netflix called High Score. It's about the history of video games and the guy who invented Pac-Man. Wait, was it Pac? No, it was Space Invaders. He's like, I didn't realize how successful this was until I saw a Brinks truck pull up and literally the fender was sparking on the ground or was so much change in the car. So that's that oh, image. Wow. I ended up buying Madden because I'm a sucker. Yeah. And okay. My favorite video game ever. Remember there was an NBA, there was an NHL version of NBA Jam. It was called Two on Two Open Ice Challenge mm-hmm. made by Midway. Pat Foley was on the call. The arcade version had like Ronick, Chelios, Daze, Savard. It's like two on two. Same idea as NBA Jam. You know, you're on fire, all that stuff. For 25 years, I've held on to the PlayStation 1 disc of that game in hopes that the newest system would become backwards compatible for PS1 games. The PlayStation 5, which is out, I think, in November, is not going to be. So I went on mm. Facebook Marketplace and I found someone selling a PlayStation 1. So I'm going out to Lockport to pick up a PlayStation 1 for 20 bucks so I can play my favorite game. I have held on to the damn disc for 25 years. It's moved from apartment to apartment to apartment to home to home with me in hopes that this would somehow come back. It's finally happening. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to go buy a PlayStation 1. I found one for 20 bucks in Lockport. I'm going to go pick it up this week. So that's exciting for me and no one else. That's that's awesome. Okay, so this is not even really podcast related, but it's on the TV in front of me. Uh, clearly, because I watched on the basketball, TNT is on my screen at almost at all times. Star Wars is on. The cantina scene is on. And who do you think popped into my head? Ben Finfer. Yes, Ben Finfer. <laughs> Because of the, the damn spankation. Oh. When, I, when that aired, I'm like, I'm going to get fired. Okay, so for those that don't listen to this core, and I know oh we have a few. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Ben Finfer <laughs> was my co-producer with Bernstein, or with Spiegel and McKnight. Nope, which show is it? Spiegel and McNeil. Yeah. Uh, and he was a big Star Wars guy. Kind of a ge- I love Ben. He's hilarious. He's super smart. Oh, yeah. But geeky, and he would admit, admit as much. So he was on vacation. We're like, what's he doing? Like, he's probably sitting home watching Star Wars and taking care of himself. So I made a, I edited together a piece of audio that was the Star Wars cantina music and me just pulling on my cheek <laughs> like that. And I'm like, all right, this is fine. And then we aired it. And I'm like, it I'm going to lose my job. So bad. I'm going to lose my job for this. It was so graphic and so <laughs> real. And then, like, you know, Matt Spiegel does nothing to bail me out. Right. Or he doesn't, like, cut it short. He just laughs the whole time. 
And Mac just like, oh no, you can hear like <laughs> off mic, like I'm like cut it, like cut it, it's too, it's too graphic. And it's Shep on the board, and he's like doesn't know how to stop audio from playing. Right. And uh, oh my god, I thought that was my last day. Oh my god, that was graphic. But yes, every time I hear that music too, I think of the moment I almost lost my job. <laughs> that is one of my favorite things that ever aired. Rick, you know what made that easier for Ben? Why? Manscaped. You know. It's really true because if Ben had the perfect package there, meaning the lawnmower 3.0, of course, you know, things would have been a little bit more tidy. And one thing that I have undersold, and this is on me about the lawnmower 3.0 waterproof. You could do that in the shower. You could take care. It could be one fell swoop. You get in the shower, you know, just work your way down your body with your soap, with your shampoo, whatever. And then, you know what? You do that to use the lawnmower 3.0 you get out of the shower you've got the crop preserver and if you want all this stuff all that convenience all the high quality nature of all these things that you get in the perfect package go to manscape.com promo code i'm fat save 20 percent and get free shipping the free shipping always key you need to factor that in so whether it's the lawnmower 3.0 with the ceramic blade the quiet touch technology the 7,000 rpms working to get you looking your best and feeling your best. You've got that. You've got the crop preserver, the crop revival, which helps out for those, you know, midday instances where you run home, you're between errands, going to work, whatever. That's there to freshen you up a little bit. You've got your hair stuff from them as well. Also that travel bag, the shed is really good for, you know, whenever you feel safe going anywhere again, Staying somewhere overnight, it not only fits all your Manscaped products, it can fit your toiletries as well. So a lot of great stuff through Manscaped. So highly recommend it. It's been great for us. I know we both use Manscaped. We were kind of skeptical when we started, but hey, it's been great. I'm very happy that we work with Manscaped because I know it's made my life better. So go to manscaped.com and use promo code IMFAT for 20% off and free shipping. The quality of Manscaped really can't be uh, said enough. It is high quality stuff because I, I, I didn't know what to expect either. Like you said, we were sort of skeptical. That stuff arrived. I'm like, this is all premium quality stuff. It's totally worth the purchase, totally worth the, the perfect package is, is a worthy investment and that free shipping. Nothing's worse than paying for shipping aside from paying for an oil change or new tires. Those are the two worst things oh, to pay for. Yes. All right, I got one more here, and right. uh, it's a little bit serious, but it's it's nice, and, and it's nice to get these uh, now and again. This note from Tom. I would like to thank you and Rick to know you have helped me g- keep going during the worst time of my life, and I lost my brother in 1986. My woman left me five months ago, and I've barely been able to sleep. I've been listening to you guys repeatedly. Love hearing about all the food we do not have in Iowa, and you guys just seem like decent folks. Longtime score listener, first-time PMer. Also, I'm not not dead guy. So, Tom, thank you for the note. Uh, glad we were able to help out. That's the idea here. And, and, and I know, you know, sometimes Rick and I feel like we're shouting into the void and no one hears us. But when we get notes like that, um, it means a lot. I'm glad we could help you through. I know, you know, just being able to laugh and, and focus on things other than all the seriousness in the world or in your life. Um, we're happy to provide that. And I hope that uh, I know Tom's not alone in that. But appreciate the note tom thanks for reaching out i told tom we're going to send him out a nice package of uh 
I'm Fat Podcast t-shirts and buttons and uh, stickers that you can get from our Patreon site. But because of the nice note, I'm going to send one of those out to Tom as well. So, uh, Tom, stay well, man. Keep keep going. Stay uh, Stick with it, and uh, things will pick up. And uh, in the meantime, we'll be here for you if you need us, all right? Absolutely. And feel free to scout food in Iowa for us, too, because it's a bit of a blind spot, because why would you go to Iowa? My first corn review is from <laughs> Joe's Corn. <laughs> I mean, you can, I will say, tailgating an Iowa football game is legit. Yeah, and Iowa City is some good-ass food. I, yes, I, I joke, but Iowa City is a cool place. It really is. Like, now, it's been a long time since I went there, but I remember going there for an, when NIU played out there, and I don't even remember what year anymore. But just the fact of the community feel of it, you can be walking up one of the main streets headed to the stadium and I remember we saw in someone's backyard, there were a few people, you know, milling around and they had some sort of like apple bourbon drink going on with yep. some barbecue meatballs. And it was like five bucks to just get yourself a, a huge plate and a drink and just, you know, get your drink and you can take the food to go, whatever you want to do. And it's just like in this person's backyard, they couldn't be nicer. Like their whole family is just kind of there helping out. And it was awesome. So yeah, Iowa City is a place that... For the food scene, I would 100% go back to. Yeah, I, I had a great time there. The weirdest thing happened, by the way. I know we're getting long here, but this story, whenever I think of Iowa City, I think of this. Um, my friend uh, had a premature son. She lives out of state. I have not seen her since we graduated uh, college. And this is a couple of years ago. This is when Chris Bryant was in Iowa. So this would be 2014. Yeah, 2014. Took the family there to see Chris Bryant and Javi play. And we're just like milling about in uh, like a park in Iowa City before the game. And this kid is playing with Addie, this little kid. You know, you could tell he's like a little guy, you know, running around, running around. And I I go, is that? I swear to God, that kid is my friend's son. I turn around. There's my friend who I had not seen in any context since college. Her kid and my kid just found each other and started playing together. Wow. It was like the weirdest small world thing. And me and her name's Kate. We looked at each other like, oh, my God. Like, what are the odds of not only us running into each other in a place where neither of us live, but of all these kids playing here, of those two with no prior history, of course, meeting up and playing together. He was there to get, you know, some tests done because he the the University of Iowa is who what treated him after he was born. Mm -hmm. So they were there for a checkup and we were there for a Cubs game. And I haven't seen her since. It's just like, it's so cool. Like, that's such a small world thing that these two kids of the 30 or 40 at the park, they chose each other and played together for about 20 minutes before I even realized, like, that kid looks familiar. And then there, sure enough, there was my friend right next to us. Very cool. That is cool. Every once in a while, you need something random like that to happen to just be like, okay, hey, something positive happened. Yes. Especially use one of those year. soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, really. All right. Well. Thank you to everybody, as always, for being part of the community here. Follow us on all our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Become part of the Patreon if you can. You know, we obviously accept anything. If you get $5, you get a sticker, $20, you get a shirt. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And remember, the Hot Mic feedback episode Wednesday afternoon exact time to be determined so keep an eye out on all the social media at i'm fat pod 
for more details on that and check out our sponsors dr squatch and manscaped so for jay i'm rick and this is the i'm fat podcast all right i think we got a lot accomplished here today with metro by t-mobile your hard-earned money goes further this tax season there's zero fees to switch enjoy metro's lowest price just 25 bucks a line for four lines plus get four free samsung galaxy phones when you switch now that's the best deal in wireless metro by t-mobile empowering you to rule your day all lines lose promo rate if any deactivates no fees on select phones limit one per line with eligible port exclude sales tax limited time offer additional terms apply see metro by t-mobile.com what you doing Trying on glasses with Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenny.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at 695